Okay, hi everyone. It is 522 here in Chicago, and you know what that means. Here in LaGrange. <laughs> here in LaGrange, Illinois. And that always means it's time for another episode of Better. Woo-woo! Yeah. Uh, I'm Dr. John Duffy, and right over here across our suburban dining room table <laughs> it's a nice is table. the... It is um, the beautiful, talented Julie Duffy. How you doing, babe? Um, good. We had a really fun weekend. I'm a little tired. We're both a little uh, weary. Oh, there's the dryer. You hear it? And uh, yeah, um, we, yeah, here we are. How am I? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you've been running lately. Do you want to talk about I'm that a little runner. bit? I'm a runner. Now. Julie's a runner. I, yeah, I started, you read an article several months back about a dude who wrote an article for Men's Health. Um, he tried several things in isolation to see what, like as a scientific experiment, to see what had the most effect on his weight, his energy, um, well-being, pallor, all those things. Yep. And he found the most effective thing was running one mile every day. And I remembered that, and I was like, I can do that. And I thought, I've been thinking, I want to I wanna run. I've been walking a ton, miles and miles. And, um, you know, some days I would do like a runny-walky thing. But anyway, I thought, I'm going to run one mile every day. So I started three weeks ago, and um, I'm proud of myself. How do you feel? Good. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've upped it to 1.2. I was going to jump to 1.4 the second week, and I thought, you know, hey, 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 slow down, sister. Don't get ahead of yourself. And you'll get there. Don't if you want to get there, you'll get there. No, I can absolutely get there, but I decided I want to do this. It's super zen. Running a mile is really doable. I'm usually running for 15 minutes, 15, 17, and um, I run, don't run fast, but I'm actually running faster and faster. So now I'm doing 1.2, and it's, yeah, I'm proud of myself. It's um, I'm already... Super committed to it, so yeah, um, I'm I'm proud of that. I'm a runner now. I'm a runner. <laughs> I, I I like the designation. Um, you, you know, I have this distaste for when people say they're not athletes. Yes, and you know, Same. so I like I like that idea of saying I'm a runner. Yeah, and you know, like if you're not a runner and you want to be, declare yourself that. If you're not a swimmer and you want to be, declare yourself that. If you're not a musician and you want to be, declare yourself that. If you're yeah. not a writer. And you want to be, declare yourself that. Like our friend Dan, I think I think um, he would argue maybe a year ago um, that he wasn't a writer, but Dan's been writing these short stories. And oh, I don't suddenly, know. He's been writing, I think, for a long time. Oh, but he's a writer, man. Like he's, we real, he was over at our, our place last night and um, we uh, had the luxury of reading some short stories that he had written and man, blew me away. He's going to, we want him to do a one-man show. Yeah, we're kind of on a, you know, it's not necessarily his dream for him, but it is our dream for him. So we're close. I can see it. He's funny. We met at Second City. He's one of our besties and it was so great to see him last night. And we just got together and it felt like no time had passed. And, you know, I remembered how, I don't know, we all kind of came to life in a way that was felt so great. You know, just when you're with certain people, there's that energy and those memories and that connection and we were just laughing and telling stories and we could have hung out for hours and hours and hours more it's true i mean uh we i think we might all i hope we all have those friends where 
Um, I don't even know. You know, we we don't see Dan much. We're going to, but yes, we, we have haven't for years, and we don't have neither. Uh, none of us have any reason Mm-mm. not to. Like you know, you said, and it's true. We could hang out with Dan every single day. Dan is so fun. He's so plugged in, tuned in. We went through the whole gamut of emotions last yeah. night. Really, we were crying. We were laughing hard. And part of the reason we want Dan to do a one-man show is he has this propensity to tell a story. His and best he, stories. And he, he has great stories. And he, he's he got this method of inflection that I don't know. I've never heard anybody match exactly the way Dan does it. And, and I remember being in awe of it 30 years ago. And I'm in awe of it now that, you know, like he'll just... He'll deliver um, a punchline of something somebody said that was at the time probably ordinary or innocuous and Dan will contextualize it and make it the funniest thing you ever heard. But it's not ordinary <laughs> or, or innocuous to him and he notices. That's one thing. He's one of those people that notices things and he also has these amazing serendipitous experiences. He looks for them um, and sees them and finds them, and they're all you know they're they're magical. And they're magical. He gives you chills. About. Like he, he, he does uh, ten times. He told stories where I'm like, what? No way that happened. Yeah. No way that happened. Just the way you're saying. And Dan's telling the truth. He it absolutely does happen that way. So yeah, um, super fun to get together with him. And you know, we were talking at times. It was a meandering, awesome, you know, eight hour conversation. But we were talking about. Um, M. M. Scott Peck and Carl Jung and some of the great uh, psychological thinkers. And, you know, we were talking about how community can be built. He does these groups. Um, But I'm thinking about, like, what just happened with us last night. And, you know, we went through kind of this process. But when when you love somebody already, you know it's such a luxury to get together with somebody where all three of you are on the same page and you know we can talk about anything here yep. and it's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, like it's going to be more than fine. It, 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 you don't get many opportunities to say exactly what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. And Dan, a bunch of times, he was like, you know, okay, I want your feedback. Be brutally honest, you know, <laughs> like, and he meant it, yeah. you know. Um I rarely ask for that. <laughs> I don't want your feedback. And don't I, be brutal. I honest. want your edited feedback, and I want it to I be, by and large, admiration. overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. 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 No, it was good. No, it is true. Like, yeah. Um, no, we've seen, and we saw a lot of friends this weekend who, um, starting with Wednesday, our good friends were in town from Colorado, who I think were a linchpin inspiration for us moving downtown because they. Um, they they moved to the Cleve. Yeah, he yeah they moved to the Cleve. He works for um, Bank of America. They moved there. They were living downtown. We visited them, and it was just kind of like you know, wow, they're living this downtown high rise life. They're walking to the baseball stadium, the football field, and restaurants, and you know, it was it, it was the Cleve, but it was super groovy. And then um, yeah, it so. was the it was the couple of blocks of grooviness in the Cleve. Yeah, but we were anyway. The, the, we did go to an Indians game. We they, should just confess that. Yeah, Cubs Cubs Indians didn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it might have been. Yeah. Oh, it might have been the first Cubs Indians game 
since after the the Cubs beat the Indians in the World Series in 2016. Yeah, so that was fun. a very exciting seven game series. I um, encourage you to watch the ninth inning. It's magical. Oh ninth inning, game seven. Um, so yeah, so you have an article that. Whoa. What? Left turn, man. Yes. Um, I have an article published in CNN today. Came out today. Yes. Uh, and it that. is about the parenting opportunity of Pride Month. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I um, I wanted to what I wanted to, um, to to write this just because I um, I have seen I've worked with so many kids who have come out um, in one way or another, LGBTQ. Um, and Get down. <laughs> I'm playing with a cord that's yeah, making a lot of racket. Clicking, clicking. Um, and, uh, and I find the process to be, first of all, like this enormous privilege to be a part of. And there's this, man, there's this mightiness in coming out. There's this like, it, it is an incredibly beautiful, impressive, um, liberating process. And, um, and and it is something to be a part of. And I've seen families and parents embrace it with everything they've got and absolutely. And what do we do? And, you know, like, oh, you're gay. How do we find it? Who are we looking for? What kind of, what's your type? You know, like, tell us more about it. I want to understand it. Um, so I've had that, you know, where, you know, by the end of the session, everybody's in tears, including me. Um, I have also had the session where it's like, um, no, you know, no, you're not. And you will not. And you're not going to talk to the family about this. And this is done right here and right now. And, um, you know, and usually it's binary. It's one or the other, you know, like, um, really? yeah, I mean, there's some parents who kind of are like, I don't get it like I don't understand like what does that even mean you know what I mean what do you mean you're queer I don't understand what that means help me understand okay so that's that's, that's a that's, so that, that's a rare normal thing. and okay oh listen help kid, me understand. kids uh, somebody coming out um, in my again this is this is my secondhand experience but I've had a lot of it um, by and large are like hey you have a question ask me the yeah, question yeah. I want to you know like if you want if you wonder what that means you know what I mean like cisgender versus straight versus non-binary you know like if, if you don't know what any of this stuff means i'll tell you what it means as yeah. best i know yeah. and i've also worked with families where they're like you know okay so you know that you're different than your straight brother right you know so let's talk about it let's investigate it let's go on this like expedition together which is the coolest thing to watch a family do um but the the parenting opportunity is to uh, in this whole pride month regardless of whether your kid is straight or gay or 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 transsexual or whatever is to talk to them about it you know like talk to them about like you know what do you what do you know about this whole thing you know like this is this we're spending june at this there's rainbow flags out there what do you know about it your kid is going to blow you away your kid knows what each color means your kid knows somebody who is somewhere on the spectrum of each color. Um, so get in on the discussion about it all and don't assume you know where your kid is necessarily. Right. Ask, you know. Um, but make this 
part of a normal discussion with your kids because this is part of normal life for them. This generation of kids, they don't know the smear the queer kind of insulting awfulness that, you know, my generation grew up with where, you know, like, you know, um, uh, the guys who were gay in my high school were 100% closeted. The guys I was in the glee club with in college had to go to meetings that were secretly held on campus. You know what I mean? Honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They would go like, they would have little like, yeah, yeah, Notre Dame and they would, they would have like these, like, I, I was alerted to this. 20 years after graduating, you know, like, uh, first of all, I'm in the Glee Club at Notre Dame and a friend of mine, John, um, and John listens to the podcast and he knows who he is. Um, He, we uh, touched base on Facebook a long time ago when I first joined Facebook and he's one of my favorite people who I have not heard his voice in since, since college, but, you know, we're aligned on a lot of things and John's, John's gay and he's out and, um, and he, uh, you know, he kind of wrote me one time and he's like, you realize somehow he thought I didn't know many gay people. And he realized, he said, you realize like half of us were gay. Like, you know, like we weren't sure you weren't gay, except that you weren't at the thing. You weren't at the parties, you weren't at the meetings, you know, but, um, you know, uh, and I don't know. I, I just think it's such a better story now because being in is so hard. It's so hard. And I'm working with kids right now who are in the closet and just waiting, waiting it out. I'll wait till I'm heading off to college. I'll wait till I move out of the house. I don't want to talk to my parents about this. They're, they, they, they just think I'm a weirdo. They think I'm a freak. They don't accept me or they're sniffing around. They're reading my journals. They're looking at my, you know, social media and I don't, Think they're going to be cool with it, you know, and man, don't be that parent. Be cool with it. Embrace it. This is your kid. Your kid hasn't changed. This is, you know, this is who they are. This is not a choice. I heard something really funny the other day. This woman said, who had been divorced, said, um, uh, they were, she was talking to another woman and, and, uh, about whether, this was a choice. And the woman who was straight said, I know it's not a choice. Otherwise, I would choose it. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't want to be with men. Oh, geez. Anyway, um, so is that clear? Like, you know, I want, I want parents, if you're, if you're a parent, I want you to be in on this discussion no matter where your kid falls because this is no small part of their lives, right? This is... Um, this is part of their identity, but not all of it at all. Um, this kind of dictates who they're going to be with, who they're going to fall in love with, who they might spend their life with, you know? Um, and trust me, man, if you are not on board, if your kid makes it through emotionally, your rejection, they'll move on because I've seen this happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to go and have... A life, you know, they know how to do that. You know what I mean? Kids, people rise, you know, like uh, through very difficult things, but they'll move on without you. You know what I mean? Like, so to not be a part of the ride, you probably hear me say this about a lot of different things, but I will say it about this. And there is a bell that suggests that the, uh, I think 
every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, and I'm telling the truth. Yeah. And so the George truth. George just got his wings. Oh, the truth is, um, the truth is that um, your child's not testing you. Um, it's it's just it's just that they are who they are. They want to talk about this stuff. You guys. Okay. So yeah. All right. So I, I sorry. I haven't really been saying much. But yes, what you're saying are several things. You are saying, um, please, God, don't don't reject your don't kids. reject your kid for it. Um, and also, you might be able to be a catalyst for them to not have the burden of keeping a secret for way longer than they need to. Uh, it's so hard to keep the secret, man. It is so hard. It's devastating. And you quote this mom who probably was trying, you know, had, her heart was in the right place, but she's saying, I don't want you to have that hard life. That's such a hard life. Um, but, and the daughter said, this part's the hard part. Fit is pretending I'm not who I really am. Yeah, she That's said, like, once I get part. there, yeah. I'll be able to figure yeah. that part out. Like, that part I got. Like, I feel solid about that. And, you know, who a person is is who they are. And there's nothing you can do to change that. You can only love them and help them and buoy them through something that is, uh, you know, it might be difficult and it will be joyful for them. But, I mean, you can help them celebrate it and investigate it and um, and bring to fruition that part of their life. And that's really the only choice we would hope you would ever make. Now, we know from choices our families have made about other things <laughs> that sometimes people stunningly make horrible choices when it comes to their family. But It's impressive how people it's can impressive. fuck it up. It's impressive. And we're... We're super over it, but we're that's feeling a, it. That's another days. podcast. Anyway, um, uh, and and you also point out in this article, it's it's on both of our in social media pages. But um, you, you also find on the opinion page at cnn.com. Cnn.com. Opinion. opinion. <laughs> the opinion page at cnn.com. And they tweeted it anyway. I think maybe uh, Anderson Cooper does a live reading of it. I don't remember for sure, but it might that might be part of it. I don't know. Uh, but I lost my train of thought. You were saying basically um, your child is who, who he or she is, and you can oh, help. Oh. You can be a part of the open solution because all their peers, all their friends. All the people around them, they're part of this. They're 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 embracing this virtually all of them. All these young people are completely supportive. So you could be the one barrier, but when you're a barrier, you're a big effing barrier, man. You are it is so hard for kids to get past the fear of rejection of their parents because of who they are. It happens all the time. Yeah. It but I just want to punctuate it's happened, the point. It's happened in your, it's happened in your office, and um, it's it it could it could be you know uh, literally life threatening. It, it absolutely has been in my office for sure. And 
And don't dig in on like some, don't, don't politicize this and make it a thing that you're against or you know what I mean? This is just who your kid is and, um, okay. and, or who your kid supports. If your kid's straight, cisgender, straight, you know, like your kid supports their friends who are gay or, you know, like th then just get behind that too. Um, and because, because like, even if from a strictly, uh, selfish point of view, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't love this angle, but that train is moving and it will move without you. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, um, you know, Julie and I are sitting here and we are fortunate enough to, um, those dings that you're hearing are our kid, our 25 year old son texting us some bit or some joke or something like that. Well, he's basically texting that he's in for us for getting together with us next weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and and not we're not I, I don't mean to put that in anybody's face, but part of it is that we're totally open to George being straight. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not it. It's just that we've been connected and, and and just stay connected to your kids no matter what. Support their thing. Be part of their thing. Get into it with them, and and listen, light up about it. And 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 keep this in mind. You know you're. Yeah, light up about it, seriously. And your kid, you can be confused about it. Your kid might be confused too. Might be trying to figure it out. Like, I have these weird feelings. I don't think I feel like other people do. They're trying to figure it out. And if you are part of that process, which I have seen, man, that is a thing of beauty. And you can tell like, oh, I can go to my parents about it anything that is amazing how sweet is that you can just be curious with them be curious help them um like yeah. help them navigate help, help them, them figure navigate. it out like you know and and, and, and um, the other thing you say is don't assume you know no you're right you don't don't assume you know don't necessarily assume they do a lot of kids are trying to figure this stuff out as they go so yeah just stay connected and ask and you know as i wrote this thing i was um, and you you can kind of see it on, on the back end of the piece, but um, I was thinking about the word pride because it always seemed like an odd word to me. Like you know, like but this is just who you are. What's the point? Why, why pride? You know. And then I was thinking of what I've seen in my office, and um, when when a kid comes out um, to me or to their parents, or to anybody. It is this beautiful thing, and, and it, you can, you feel like, wow, that's that takes so much grace and so much courage. Courage. Yeah, courage. And you, you feel like, I'm proud of this person. This person deserves to feel proud of themselves for that, you know? It's probably almost never not scary. Probably never not scary to realize and then say out loud. Oh my to God. somebody. I mean, it might not be scary to everyone you say it out loud to, but it's scary to say it out loud to somebody you love. And we, we all need to do whatever we can to take that away. Well, because... That's you unnecessary. Know, yeah, and, and um, I cite a couple statistics in there, but it's not a surprise to anybody that people who are LGBTQ are more at risk for you know, depression and suicide uh, attempts and uh, successes. It's, it's, and the statistics are like alarming, man. Like how many, it's something like, you know, for uh, trans kids, 
40% at some point attempt suicide. Jeez. It's like, and, and that's absurd. That's on all of us, you know? Um, so we just need to be part of the life-saving elements of this, but also the, you know, easy support. Make this ordinary. Make this normal. You know what I mean? And let that, that there's like parties and a, a rainbow around this is kind of frigging great, man. I, I a couple weeks ago, I got my hair cut. Oh, yeah, um, I was going to think. At, at, at this barber shop in, in uh, Lincoln Park in Chicago. And, um, and the windows were covered when I got there. I wasn't even sure it was open, even though I had an appointment. But it was covered with different variations on the gay pride flag, which is a pretty vibrant situation, right? So I go in and, um, and my stylist told me that um, he and everybody there was, you know, queer in some way, you know? And, and so he said, like, our goal um, at this branch of Floyd's is to be the queerest Floyd's in the city, but on the south side, on the near south side, there's a bunch of straight white women who are trying to get a queerer <laughs> Floyd's going, so we got to get more flags. And they were going to go after their shift, a bunch of them, to go get more flags. Oh, they're trying to, like, really... And the place was covered. For, as far as decor. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember, actually, he told you, and this is um, interesting, that, I don't know where he's from, some small town. Texas. Somewhere, somewhere in Texas. And he said that Chicago saved his life. Being in Chicago saved his life. Yes. So being around people who, where he can be who he is and um, in every way and feel uh, accepted, it saved his life. So keep that in mind, yo. And and I will throw and 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 as one final curious thought, um, Julie and I follow this um, uh, one of our favorite singers is a guy named Steve Earle who is also from Texas. And he's a good old Southern boy who sings this American, Americana rock. And, um, and you would think that the pedigree of this guy would suggest some degree of homophobia in some way. But um, at one point in his adult life, about maybe 10, 15 years ago, he moved to the village in New York. And he said, uh, I love the feel of a city where you can see two people of the same gender holding hands, walking down the street together. I don't know about you, but it makes me feel safer. And there's something sage in that, right? Yeah. That, that, you know, like there's some acceptance there and love is love there. You know what I mean? Like, and people are like, it's all good. You yeah. know, like, and I want everybody to be able to do that. That's only fair. That's only fair. Yep. Yep. So that's that's the message, and um, yeah, if you're if you're up for it, have a have a look at it. It's on um, CNN's opinion page this week, and John Duffy's Facebook page, and Instagram, and mine. Yep, yep. So, um, what are we missing? Are we missing anything? Anything important? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, then this has been better, and we will talk to you guys next time. Yep, love you, honey. Love you, honey.